It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. It's Friday and it's time for our Agile, Not-So-Agile episode of the Daily Stand-Up. And I wanted to talk about something that I brought up in one of my workshops that stimulated a lot of conversation. And it was one of these conversations about what moves you, what motivates you. And this conversation comes up at the end of my advanced certified Scrum Master class. It's one of these things where one of the learning objectives from the Scrum Alliance, and I've always thought this was a strange learning objective, is to find out or to challenge the students to figure out what drives them, what motivates them, what helps them want to be successful. And I can't help but think that for some people, this is a rather personal conversation or a conversation they'd rather have, you know, maybe with their family or maybe even not, not even with them, maybe even just on their own, right? But what I've discovered is that different people are driven for different reasons. And it's kind of ironic, but it's just one of these things where when you find people who are driven for the right reasons, they tend to lean into success. And when you find people who are driven by things like money or, you know, uh, material things, they tend not to be as successful. And uh, it was my son who pointed this out to me. He said, Dad, he says, one thing I noticed is that the people who have some of the really nice or the more flashy material things are usually the ones who are struggling in life the most. Now, I explained to him that, you know, money can't buy you love, money can buy you a lot of things, but not everyone falls into that category. But then he explained to me, he says, even some of the richest celebrities in the world are sometimes miserable. You know, whether it's Robin Williams or people who people have made ter- terrible, tragic mistakes who have taken their own life or done things along those lines who just don't realize all that they have. And I think that part of it comes for taking things for granted. But the other piece of it is that I've seen people who are motivated by the right things. And those are the people I want to talk about today. So I had a student who attended my class and he immediately said, what can I do to help you? What can I do to make things better for you? And he ended up recording a podcast episode and he ended up doing all kinds of other things. And let me tell you, it was so motivating. And then this past week, I had another student who just said, you know, you were the one who made this class successful. He says, you know, these people don't normally talk to each other and you had them all chattering in just a matter of minutes. Now I'm telling you, it's nothing that I did. All I did was try to pull out the best that each one of these people had. I knew they had skills. I knew they had talents. I knew they had drive. But the truth is, nobody ever rewarded them, talked about it, or recognized their drive. It reminds me of a situation where I was coaching, and we had someone in the class, or I shouldn't say in class, but on a team. And this individual on the team, I pulled him aside independently and took him for a walk. And I challenged him with a question. I said, are you happy doing what you're doing now? He says, well, yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, no, are you happy? I didn't ask if you're good. I asked if you're happy doing what you're doing right now. And he he turned and said, what would lead you to believe that I'm not happy? And I said, I don't know. You just, you seem a little bit disconnected from what you do. And he finally looked up at me with a little bit of a snicker on his face, a little bit of a smile. He says, you know what? He says, I'm not exactly happy. And I said, okay, well, what would make you happy? What would you rather be doing? And he told me that he was a graphic artist and that he had drawn all kinds of stuff before and that his dream job was to work in the art department in this particular company that we're at. 
but he took on a role of a scrum master. I said, why did you take on a role of a scrum master? He said, I needed to do something to get my feet in the door so they trust me and have faith in me so that I could prove myself. And then hopefully when an opening in the art department came up, that I'd be able to submit my information and show them. And it was at that point that I explained that most of these types of positions were things that were, you know, cast from the inside, that you'd never see that position outside of the department because people would know that that position was available and they'd have friends or family or other people fill it, that he might as well be a scrum master forever if that were the case. But I asked him if he had a portfolio and I took his portfolio and I showed it to the director of a marketing group. And she was like, dumbfounded. She says, Lee, I didn't know you could draw. I said, I can't draw, but Terry can. And it was just one of these things where when she realized that one of our scrum masters had this gift, this powerful gift and the ability not only to draw, but to do really, really well. I mean, more exceptional than some of the people that she had paid a lot more money to and hired that she wanted to give him a chance. And if it hadn't been for this scenario where we just had this conversation, he would have never been given that opportunity. So while I'm not trying to tell Scrum Masters you got to pry or you need to, you know, force your way in to figure out what's going on or you need to constantly assess and ask questions so that you can get to the bottom of things, you know, I'm not trying to say any of those things. What I am trying to say is that it is a Scrum Master's responsibility to openly communicate and to encourage others to openly communicate, to ask powerful questions. And for me, just as a person, it's important for us to ask powerful questions. And the most powerful question that I've ever asked someone is the one that I'm challenging you to ask others. And that is, are you completely happy doing what you're doing right now in life, in church, at work? And if not, what would you rather be doing? What, what would motivate you, drive you, or make you better? What would help you want to do more? And what I can tell you with 100% assurance is that not enough people are asking that question. And by the nature of not asking it, we're, we're not getting good information, right? So my hope, my challenge for you is that you'll take the time to ask the question. Even though it's a hard question, ask the question. Ask people, what is it that makes you so excited about waking up and going to work each day? Or what is it that makes you wish you didn't have to wake up and go to work again? What do you want to leave on the table? Or are you happy doing what you're doing now? And if not, what would you rather be doing? Because I think that as we learn more about others and their talents, and we share our time and talents with them to help uplift them, that windows will be open to us and we'll receive blessings from on high that, that, that there, there's not room enough to count, right? So that's going to do it. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope that you put these things to task. I hope that you ask yourself or others these questions. And I hope that you figure out that you too are responsible for making the world a better place. So I hope you have a great weekend. Until next time, I encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Stay out of trouble and do take care. We'll talk soon. Bye now.